get straight into it. Um, how y'all been? How y'all been with uh everything going on with COVID nineteen and y'all been staying in shape? No, I, I haven't been staying in shape. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Well, I knew Johan wasn't working on this game. This is the perfect time. It is the perfect time. You're right. Work on that right hand. <laughs> I'm gonna get it soon. That's all I can do. My wrist still messed up. Yeah, still. Yeah, still. Right? This guy thinks I'm faking it. It's, it's a real injury. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of working out, uh, staying in shape and whatnot, what y'all think about all these NFL players having these workouts, especially since we're supposed to be quarantining and whatnot, you know, Dez working out with Zeke and Dak, and you got Cam doing his workouts and Jameis. What y'all think about these uh, workouts, especially with all the restrictions and everything? I still think that since it's a job, they still got to stay in shape and be ready because at any mm -hmm. point, I mean, they could figure this whole thing out next week and then what? A couple weeks yeah. from now, the league start back up, the NBA season picks back up, and then what? Like, you're, you're going to still have teams fighting for playoff spots. Mm -hmm. And if they're out of shape, <laughs> it's really going to hurt their chances of making the playoffs. So I think that's why it's a good reason it gives good reason for them to stay in shape and keep working out because well, anything well, can happen. You heard how Greek Freak said he ain't got no gym. He don't have no way to work out. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Johan, this is going to be why they don't, they don't do well in the playoffs. Uh, ain't even ain't in the playoffs. It's about, well, I don't even know what's going on with that, bro. It's, it's a bad time right now, man. Yeah, no sports. Time, no sports is it's a weird sport. I'm tired of watching these old games that come on. Tired of watching these reruns from the finals from four years ago. It's it's over. Like, bring the basketball back. They even got 2K on TV now. Yeah, oh. the, the, the basketball players in yeah. the 2K. Board. I mean, because of the smoked. Katie got smoked in his matchup. He lost by like 40. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, this virus going on, you know, you got the Olympics got pushed back. You know, the NBA's on hold, MLB's on hold, NFL's on hold. What do you think is the, the biggest loss between all these sports that's getting stopped? Basketball, I would say. Yeah, because it's, like, oh, yeah, it's around playoff time, too. Yeah, it's around playoff time. Everybody's starting to tune in. People – don't really watch. I mean, people watch the NBA season while it's going on, but it kind of drags on after a while because it's like, all right, bring the playoffs on. I want some competitive basketball. Mm -hmm. So we, <laughs> I think a couple of days ago, it was supposed to be the first day of playoffs. And Saturday, we're I think. Yeah, Saturday, but we're still here waiting to see what happens. I mean – I'd like it to come back because I was hoping LeBron would win a chip, but I don't know. This I mean, might be his window shutting right here. Uh, disrespectful. Oh. I mean, in my opinion, I agree, but I think uh, on a, a bigger level, the Olympics never been pushed back. It's always every four years. So I think that was huge because, you know, uh, as much preparation a country has to go into, like, to get all that ready so the Olympics being pushed back, I think that's just – it's going to be weird, too, 
it's going to be next year, 2021, the Olympics. And I didn't really, you know, see, but I could imagine the financial impact it has on that country. Like, they prepared everything to be for this year, and it got to be pushed back to next year. Mm-hmm. All, I mean, all these, uh, all these sports, whatever, though, like, not just the Olympics, uh, freaking playoff games bringing millions of dollars, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff, all that, all that plays a factor. Yeah, it's affecting economies across globally. Uh-huh. But something that's still been going on, the only sports we've been able really to, uh, <laughs> to enjoy is the NFL free agency with some trades and everything happening. Uh, some of the major pickups so far, Tom Brady, obviously, to the Chiefs. Phillip to, the Rivers, Bucks, the to, the, to the Bucks. Oh, word. I wrote the wrong. <laughs> I meant to tell you that, but I was just like, he going to say I'm about to say, Chiefs, where my home's going? My homeboy. <laughs> oh, the notes is wrong. But uh, Drew B stayed with the Saints. Todd Gurley went to the Falcons. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins got traded to the Cardinals. Stephon Diz got traded to the Bills. I mean, what do y'all think? In y'all opinion, what was the biggest either free agent pickup or the biggest trade that happened? Well, of course, Brady. That's the biggest thing because they went from Jameis Winston, 30 for 30, to Tom Brady, Mr. Six Rings over here. That's a That changes your organization, like, automatically. That automatically puts them in the playoffs, I think. Ooh. That's the biggest thing. That's going to be a tough division. You got Tom Brady in the same division with Drew Brees. You get to see that twice a year. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. That's going to be crazy. That's cool. And, and not even to mention, like, Cam, Cam Newton. He's still a free agent, too. The Bucs get revived, though. It was always the last couple years. It was the Saints and the Falcons. Now you got Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Andrew Reeves in the same conference? Uh-huh. Dang. What do you think was the biggest free agent pickup uh, or trade? Or you agree? I'm going, I'm going with uh, what Miles just said, Brady. Brady just straight off the name. And, like, uh, more so I want to see, is it going to be, like, is it going to be did Tom Brady need Belichick or did Belichick need Brady? You know what I'm saying? I want to see mm-hmm. who's going to. You know what I'm saying? If it's like Brady, uh, if it's gonna be like Belichick, now nah, I'm about to adjust, and I'm st- you know, just next man up. You know what I'm saying? I want to see if yeah. it's gonna be like that, or if it's gonna be Brady comes to an offense and changes the whole dynamic. That's what I really want to see. I mean, with that debate, I think that uh, the Brady Belichick it was like mutual, like they benefited from each other. Like, yeah, I think Brady was a great quarterback, but he needed a great coach to bring the best out of him. Mm-hmm. And and Bill Belichick, he he had Tom Brady, all these years. Like, yeah. there's not much you have to do. He's he's clutch. He's come up clutch. I mean, I'm like sure every time. Y'all seen the story too? Like, uh, supposedly room. It was rumored that after that season, Belichick was gonna get fired. With Bledsoe. Like, he wasn't six Super Bowls. That wasn't the case when in New England until he made that change. You feel me? So, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. I have to agree with y'all, but something that I know definitely stuck out to me didn't make sense is the Hopkins trade to the Cardinals. That didn't make. Yeah, that was that was the one that was just confusing because they got nothing back. They got like a second round pick maybe and David Johnson, who if they would have waited, they might have cut him. 
he was I got him he lost his job. Up. He was he was a healthy scratch at the end of the season last year. So it's kind of like could have got him in free agency. And then they flipped and went and traded for Brandon Cooks, who is making he's making like twenty one million this year. And he's nowhere near what DeAndre Hopkins is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the, all the stuff that came out with supposedly the coach was telling him. That's crazy. The personal life stuff into it. And it's like. I hope it's not true. But if it is, that's crazy. Hey, he going to lose the locker room, period. If, it, if any of the rumors is true, you can forget the whole. Y'all might have to just clear house. Y'all going to have to fire him. And that's the other thing with this virus. Like, you don't get to see the players and the coaches. So they're like, something could be brewing right now. We don't even know about. And then they get get back to the season. And it's like, damn, nobody respects Bill O'Brien anymore because he just traded our best best receiver and brought in this guy who he's one concussion away from being out of the league. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And it's a, it's a face in your locker room. Outside of J.J. Watt, that's your your big piece right there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Um, speaking of the free agents, who do you think gets picked up first, Cam or Jameis Winston? Cam. I would say Cam, yeah, for sure. Coming off the injury, you think Cam's getting picked up first. Would you pick up Cam or Jameis first? I mean, if you're picking up Cam, you're picking him up to be your starter. Like, if you're picking up Jameis right now, he's not he's not in a position to bargain for a starting job. Like, people have film on you. You were the number one pick, and you got benched two years ago, twice, to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who everybody knows he's played for half the league. And then... Oh, journeyman? Yeah, he's a journeyman, for sure. Yeah, he's a half the league. <laughs> and then this year... There was nobody to bench you for, so they let you rock. And I think he was the first quarterback to throw thirty touchdowns and thirty picks. You think he with like <laughs> with like five pick sixes? Like I've never seen stats mm. like that. You think he a little um, drinking his own Kool Aid, kind of confused? Because you heard his comments. He was basically saying he don't feel that bad. It's like an honor to him that he they had to replace me with Tom Brady. That's the that's who they had to replace me with. He's, he's delusional. Yeah, he's, he's delusional. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> I think Cam gonna get picked up first. He gonna make more of a uh, obviously an impact, but I think his he want an extra level of motivation being doubted and cut. And according to him, there was no conversation had with the Panthers or nothing like that. They went and made a decision without even letting them know. Yeah, that's more motivation. I more feel motivation. he. I feel he highly motivated right now, man. Uh, uh, see, he's been putting in that work. Yeah, I can see. I can see him on the Chargers too. If we're I talking like what teams he's going to, like there's not that many that need quarterbacks right now, yeah. but like the Chargers have an opening because they could yeah, go with Tyrod Taylor, but he's not that that good to me. I think too, you know, you got to put butts in the seats, man. Yeah, yeah, being in LA. I've heard a bunch of different commentators talk about it. It makes sense. LA got so many other options. If you booty, we don't have to come see or support you. We got the Lakers, the Clippers. We got beaches, good weather. Uh What? (laughs) Yo, yo, Yohan, you heard how he said we, right? 
<laughs> he all LA over there. Laker Nation. <laughs> Speaking of Laker Nation, um, the Hall of Fame class was announced for the NBA, for basketball, not even NBA, basketball. Um, on the list was Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Tamika Ketchins. Coaches were Rudy Tom John Bonovich, Eddie Sutton, Kim Mulkey, and Barbara Stevens. Uh, what y'all think on the Hall of Fame class this year? It's respected. That's it's well respected sweet. right there. It's bittersweet. Yeah, that that is well too. Wish Kobe was here to actually, you know, get his uh get his flowers. Basically, you know what I'm saying. While he was here, mm-hmm. that'd be nice. But um, definitely well respected. Uh, it's sort of sad seeing that one meme. You see the cartoon picture of uh, what is it? Tim Duncan and um. Kevin Garnett, and you got Kobe, yeah, and you got Kobe's jersey Kobe, in the seat. Yeah, yeah it's sort yeah. of you know what I'm saying it's a little tough, but it still feels surreal. Like it doesn't feel real that like it's like Kobe helicopter. None of that even makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It's still like it's still. I don't think it's still even set in for me. You know what I'm saying? It's just it don't make sense to me. Yeah, and I mean the biggest part that's just going to suck is we're not going to hear him speak whatever his speech would have been. Yeah, Mike, when he made the Hall of Fame, he had one of the most iconic, famous speeches at the Hall of Fame. And that's how we got the Jordan meme, too. Yeah, like, (laughs) he brought back the person that he got cut for in high school to this, just like, yo, remember you? You took my spot. Like, you motivated me. Right. Imagine, especially with all the um, different mediums, and he's right, Kobe's book is coming out, too. I can't imagine that speech probably would have been legendary if he was able to actually do it, uh, which I wonder who going to speak on his behalf now. Probably his wife. That's just going to make me cry, man. That's what so his mean, wife talks? Yeah, I, I couldn't watch when she spoke at the memorial at Stapleton. I couldn't, I couldn't watch her part. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's still tough because this is like the pinnacle of like someone's basketball career. Like you play for the championships, but if you make the Hall of Fame, that means people recognize you as like how how great you were. Mm-hmm. So like Ever. people recognize how great Kobe is and we wanted to be able to celebrate that with him. But exactly. I mean, we still can, but it's just tough. It's just a tough situation. Quick, quick question with this. KG or Tim Duncan? Oh, Best Timmy D. All day. You Tim said Duncan. Timmy? Easy. Okay, now listen, right? <laughs> oh, you're about biased. to get put in the penalty box. I'm, <laughs> I'm biased, okay. But, man, you got to love the tenacity and, like, the dog that KG plays with, man. Like, even though you don't see it, okay, like, no disrespect to, like, Tim Duncan. Or, like, he didn't sting on her. And, like, with me, like, when I'm born, I want, like, I want that dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to hear that. I want to hear – I want to hear you talking. And all that. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, go- I'm going with KG, though. I want to – I like the aggression. I like the heart. The, the heart that's worn on the outside. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going with KG. Yeah, that's cool five, and all. Who your top five uh, power fours all time? Mm. I'm throwing Tim Duncan up there. Tim Duncan. Oh boy. 
We already got two down. Timmy and KG. Timmy, KG. The mailman, for sure. Carl oh, Malone. Oh, we, we consider him Barkley a power four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Barkley up there. He probably uh, still forward in today's game, but. Back then, he was powerful. And okay. Who else? Y'all, y'all forget McCann. Yeah, I was going to say. I was thinking, I was like, who's that guy from the, the Celtics back in the day? <laughs> I think Mikel, and you got to put up there also, uh, Bill Walton was a problem. If he didn't get injured. Bill, Wal- Bill Walton not considered a center? Or I was about to say. He's one of the, Powell he'd be one of the top slash, centers. Powerful slash center. However you want to look at it. Uh, dang, it's hard thing that power force off the top of my head. Dang, I want to break the computer out. Hold on. Dang. Sheesh. Well, we need two more, right? I need two more. Yeah, we. That's five right there. Ag, Timmy, Malone. I don't know if I'm putting Mikael and Malone in there. I don't know. I need. I need. I need. A, I need a deeper list. I need you gotta look a up the now. stats, my guy. You gotta look I up the stats. A, I need a deeper list. All right, I'm, 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 I'm going to give you a couple options. Ooh. He's going to say Towns or something. <laughs> no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Uh, Dirk, if you want to put Dirk up there. Oh, uh, damn, him. I forgot about him. Yeah, I'd put him over Mikhail then. Because Dirk, that, he's definitely top five. Top five, but he's definitely in the top three of, like, overseas talent that came over here. Yes. He would have to be on the Mount Rushmore. He might be the best one. That's what we I'm playing. We playing Andre Bongani up there too? Yeah. <laughs> don't even don't even remind me of him. <laughs> Yo, you didn't, you didn't like uh Andre Bongani? He's a bust. Hey, a bust? A bust? You think so? That's Yo, Nick's hurt right there. <laughs> oh, Wait, no. Wait, are we putting Bosch in there? No, I wouldn't put Bosch in there. Mm, Bosch would be like, he'd be top 10, not top five. Y'all going to have top. Dennis Rodman up there in your top? Oh, I'll yeah, rock with Rodman. He'd be top rock 20. Rodman, but but need more of an offensive game. What about, uh, what about Weber? Mm. Top 10. See Weber's top 10. Yeah, there. I'd have to look at the, all the stats and break them down and then, you know. Pick who I really want to pick. Well, if he uh, if he ain't called that timeout, will he be top five? <laughs> In college, yeah. Speaking of though, um, we already talked about KG and his impact, and obviously you have a special place in your heart for KG. Uh, over the past week, an interview came out uh, talking about which we actually talked about before, which is funny. KG actually spoke on it, but about Minnesota possibly possibly retiring his number. He had an interesting take on it. And he basically said, uh, and I quote, I always have a special place for the city of Minneapolis and the state of Minnesota in my heart, but I don't do business with snakes. I try not to do business with openly snakes or people who are snake-like, referring to the owner. What are y'all thoughts? I'm gonna start off with you, Johan. What are y'all thoughts on his response? Him kind of—I don't even want it to be retired because of the owner of Glenn oh. Terry. What are your thoughts on it? You feel 
So we should have to retire, just put bygones, by be bygones. What are your thoughts on it? Well, if he feel the way he feel, he feel the way he feel. <laughs> like, but no, um, <laughs> I mean, you can't change how somebody feel, and I definitely agree with him with the with the snake thing. But I mean, oh, it's tough. I mean, I'm not his. I don't know. I don't know what actually. I don't know what actually happened. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I wish he, I I would want him to get his uh jersey retired though, just for the city. You know, just for the city and everything. But if he feel, if he feel this, the only did some snake stuff for it, like if he only played a few seasons in freaking uh, uh in Boston or whatever, you know, it, it really deserves to be, you know, in Minnesota. Uh, see, that's where I come in. So okay. the Boston years were a lot more meaningful than those few years spent wasting his time in Minnesota, honestly. Because he won a ring. Yes. He He won an MVP. He won an MVP with uh, the Timberwolves, but they never did anything in the playoffs. That wasn't meaningful? MVP? We're not saying MVPs. No, MVP is meaningful, but how many MVPs have MVPs and don't have rings? Like, that's like Matt Ryan won an MVP, but he lost the championship. Like, you can't – you're not going to put him up there as a top player without a ring. KG knew that, so he left and solidified his name as one of the greats in, in Boston. It makes sense. Uh, you don't ever want to have that conversation when you retire. He was great, but he didn't want a ring. Like Barkley. I was about that, to say, that conversation every Thursday on TNT. That, <laughs> that's the conversation all the time. So I get it. Um, it makes sense, his his viewpoint, being that the owner didn't do what he had to do to make sure that they were a winning product. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, I think, for the heck of it, maybe look past the owner and get it retired just because you have so much love for Minnesota, and that's where you got a ring in Boston. That's where some of your best years of your career and where you started off at was in Minnesota. I just think that the first place that will get retired is Boston. Oh, for sure. They already said they're going to retire. Yeah. But Minnesota, eventually, they'll, they'll talk it out with them, and he'll, he'll come off that statement a little bit and realize that, yeah, this team took a chance on me as a high school kid. Exactly. You got to, like, Thanks. I got to respect that. I think, uh, you know, will probably be the best thing is that they just retire. Don't even, all right, you don't want to come? Cool. We're just going to put up in the Raptors regardless whether you come or not. So you can come. We'll set the date. We'll send you an invite and your uh, email account. And then you they can could also just do it where, I mean, it's, it's, it's an unspoken rule that nobody's going to wear 21 again. Like, if he feels that way, then all right, that's cool. But we still realize how great you were. So we're not going to let anybody touch 21 again, but this is how you feel. So we're not going to retire it either. So that's, that's something else too. That could happen. Give, them, give the owner some brownie points. Just put it up there. Like they come back 
if they decide, you know, the season is salvageable, we're going to come back and play. When they come back, the first game back in uh, Minnesota, you just, oh, wow, KG jersey up there? And just be like, oh, yeah. I put it up there. <laughs> so they can't they can't do it without a ceremony. <laughs> Wait, when did KG's number would get retired? Looking up as a fan. <laughs> but I mean the way K I didn't get the full quote. You know he used some expletives and whatnot. KG, like you said, that dog, I don't think he coming off of that. He not he not gonna be at the ceremony, so I, that's your best bet. Mm. So we have a little bit of basketball that'll be coming to us this weekend. Uh, they're going to have a horse competition. It'll be a single elimination shooting competition beginning this Sunday. And then they're going to have the semifinals and the finals will be the following week. It's going to be on ESPN and the ESPN app. There is no Duncan prohibited. We have a total Levine, <laughs> Levine punch of air at that. <laughs> we got a total of eight players involved. We're going to break down each matchup and see who we think is going to win. Our, um, first one is Chris Paul and Allie Quigley. Chris Paul plays for OKC Thunder, and Allie Quigley plays for the Chicago Sky in the WNBA. Who y'all got with that one? I'm going to take Allie Sky. You gonna take the, the alley from Chicago? I'm gonna take the underdog. Yeah, you gonna take the underdog. Yo, I don't know if y'all watched the, the women's game, but they could shoot. Like Lights they're out. like fundamentally sound. Like out. imagine if as imagine if the the NBA had people like this. Like we have a lot of skilled players in the, in the NBA, but like not that many people like in the WNBA where. They can dribble with their right and left hand, finish with the right hand, offhand. Yep. It's, it's cool. It's CP3. So. CP3 is fundamentally sound. He is. I just don't I think, it's gonna be think a good that match. he's going to be a – he's going to win that. I think, I think it will. Who you got in this one? I'm picking CP3 just on the simple fact that he's 57 and he's still balling. Who you got? <laughs> Man, first off, I'm going to start it off like this. I'm not happy about this horse thing. This is whack. I do oh, not care three. about. Oh, yeah. I do it's not a, it's care about no kind of horse. I want to go to horse. I will watch the people at 25 Fitness play and shoot around and do horse first or watch people go outside and play horse. This is all whack. Like, who thought of this? Who thought to do televised horse? This is all whack. And then no dunking <laughs> on top of that, too? Like, this is this is all whack. But, um. I'm go, I'll just go CP3. I'll just go CP3, man. I'm, 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 I'm not happy about that. I, you saw me in the comments uh, or IG, uh, Tom. I'm, I'm, I'm very not enthused about this. I'm not enthused yeah, at all about this. I this could care I, less. I don't even exactly. think I'll watch I'm not gonna, it. I'm not going to watch oh, it. I'm going to watch the highlights. I'm not live watching. Yeah, highlights. Trey Young, Chauncey Billups, Big Shot Billups. Trey Young. <laughs> He's just going to stand at half court and – Definitely Shoot him to death. <laughs> and Chauncey Billups. Uh, he he could. Suit, if he don't put his suit back on and do whatever he was doing, man, we don't yeah, care. You're talking about a, a current NBA player versus somebody who's been out the league for, what, five, six years now? You don't think he still work out and stuff? No, I'm sure he does, but he's not in there putting up a 1,000 shots anymore. So. He's not. 
Speaking of retired, they also have on here Zach Levine and Paul Pierce. Mr. Paul Pierce, Mr. My career is better than Dwayne Wick, Paul Pierce. Yeah, he's... Give me Zach. Yeah, it's a wrap for him. These matchups not even equal. They're not even equal. Or is Zach going to just do a tap layup and Paul Pierce not going to do it? <laughs> I got Paul Pierce in that. He can't tap. <laughs> I got Paul Pierce in that one. He going to... got Paul Pierce? That's crazy. That, these dudes that dude is these dudes out of shape. Like they be playing like bums in the Celebrity All-Star game and all that stuff. They don't even be doing nothing. I got Paul Pierce, man. Last one is former NBA, WNBA player Tamika Ketchens and uh, Mike Conley, who I think is a thief. Yeah, I'm taking Tamika. Just I'm taking Tamika, too. I'm disappointed in Mike Conley this year. I, I um, feel like his – he lost all his powers once he left Memphis. They was making it sound like all the commentators are, oh, that's a huge pickup for the Jack. I thought they was fine with Rubio, man. They benched him. They was they fine benched with Rubio. Him. The thing is, y'all just in the West. Y'all just going to have to eat it and accept it. Y'all, Mike Conley doesn't mm-hmm. put it to the right. We're going to beat the Lakers Clippers. You, you're not, nah, you're not beating any of them regardless if you got Mike Conley. That's not going to work. So you might as well just get Rubio. Y'all top five teams. And that's it. You're not winning a chip. Well, Especially now, because, you know, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert beefing, so. How would y'all, <laughs> y'all was in that position, y'all, y'all, y'all going to pull y'all juice like, yo, y'all chain Rudy or I'm out. If you Donovan Mitchell, how are you handling this? Not. Nah, I'm telling them it's either him or me. Choose. choose. Ooh. Ooh, I think. They, wait, so, y'all, like you, people, so you don't think they can even play together? You don't think they can play together? I mean, if it was just like a common cold, but like people are dying from it, from COVID. So. According to them, he was, hey, I'm going to touch everybody. Yeah, people playing around like that. You can't you can't be in a foxhole with them. You can't but battle. Did, but with he them. didn't. But he didn't. He 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 apologized. He didn't know it was that serious. As serious no, as it is. But you just lose respect for a guy like that because it's like, damn. You you hear the rumblings about this disease and you're still like joking about it. Like that, he'll never be able to live it down just because of that one press conference where he goes and touches every single mic, yeah. and then mm-hmm. a, like a few days later, it comes out he has. And then it has the uh, the, virus. the gift, the uh, the video of him rubbing all on uh, Donovan's head and all that stuff. Like, oh, ah, that's tough. It's, it's, it's tough on that. Um, and then everybody had to quarantine. He, he really the reason why the whole NBA shut down, bro. They was still. You think so? It's a good thing and a bad thing with that, because like think, he might have played, he might have played, and then what? Everybody I, playing defense on him. I think they get sick. Like, is, but it would probably have been another week or two, or they would have had – it would have been a different, I think, response. And, all right, maybe we put in place that we're going to have these games, but nobody in arenas. That's what they were thinking about. Once an NBA player actually got it, they had no choice but to shut it down then. Once yeah. an NBA player got it, it was like, all right, it's curtains for that. Like, we can't even try to implement, hey – Let's just have the have the games with no fans. Now the whole NBA, every team got quarantined. Eventually, it probably happened. Somebody else would have got it, but just because he started it off, he joked around with it. 
it had to get shut down. And I think it would have been at least another week or two before. Yeah, which is it's a blessing in disguise because everybody follows suit and shut down their sports after that happened. Because it's like if, if one person gets it, then he could spread it through the whole arena. Like they had a full house when it came out that he had the virus. And then like they had people running in. They're like, yo, we can't play this game. Like we got to clear the arena. Like yeah. there's a couple people on this team who have the virus and we just gonna have to move like that. So mm-hmm. some more basketball that we might be getting. Uh, I know I'm tuning in for this. The big three, they're still gonna be having their competition and tournament. Big three really starts in the summer, but they're gonna be having something which is new, which shout out to Ice Cube because he's really taking his league to like another level. Big Three actually is pairing up with uh, the show Big Brother, the people, the producers from there. They mm-hmm. supposed to be a reality show where the games and the daily lives of players and officials will be captured on camera for the added drama storylines. And it's expected to make its debut the first week of May. Supposedly, so it's supposed to be a basketball gym that's being constructed at a designated home. All the players will be quarantined if any player at any point during the tournament leaves the premises, doesn't follow quarantine procedures, is eliminated. The winner gets a seven-figure cash prize, and a runner-up will receive a some substantial amount. Mm. Are y'all tuning in for this? Are y'all interested in this? Me, personally, I'll find out how I can get involved in the big three. Shoot. I was just about to ask them. I say, yo, you trying to join the big three? Seven figure cash prize? What? Mm-hmm. Just quarantine and play ball, bro? I'm staying there. You ain't got to worry about me leaving. Oh. And I'm gonna just make sure I win. That is just that simple. Seven to quarantine if you win the tournament, bro. Yo, do you remember that one show that they had uh, on MTV? It was like a street ball show or whatever. And they lived in the house. Do you remember that? Or are y'all too young? I know you were on your, you in your late thirties, so you. Yeah, I've never heard of that. <laughs> remember when the dude? Remember when the dude White Chocolate won? Y'all don't remember that? Matter of fact, I'm gonna find the link and show it to y'all. But basically, that's what this sounds like. It was on MTV. You know, MTV had all the reality TV shows. Are you sure you weren't watching a, a old basketball movie or on repeat? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was on MTV, yo. It had guys and girls street ballers up there, and the, and like they got. They got a court named after them afterwards. You wanna play NBA three and then you press the three input and then you the TV? Oh my god. Okay. When I find this and send it to y'all, don't say nothing to me. Okay. But you want to tune in now? Huh? You tuning in? Yeah, I'm tuning in. I'll tune in. That's more interesting than watching some horse. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that in my backyard and just zoom video everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we want to end off the show with this one. Everybody's quarantining. I'll start off with who is your top five celebs that you would want to quarantine with? You could start off, Miles. Uh, on the spot, all right. Um, your starting five probably my starting five would be LeBron James for sure. So, um, so you put him as celebrity then, not athlete. He's a celebrity. I'm just saying. Anybody who can go by just one name, just LeBron, and you know who that is, that's 
that's athlete. bigger than life. I'm on page. I'm just saying when we go to the athletes, you can't put them on the list. All right, fine. I'll switch up that since you want to be technical. Oh. All right. First, I'm going to go with Denzel. Okay. Den Denzel. Um, see, celebrities are tough because you don't know their personalities behind closed doors. Um, mm -hmm. Denzel. Damn, this is tough because I like I see like I'm thinking of athletes right now. Uh, I guess Denzel, Idris Elba, mm -hmm. Halle Berry for sure. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Jeez. Um, who else can we throw up there? I'm gonna go with uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, one more. That's different. Okay. That's different. Yeah. And then you ain't got no Jamie, up there? And then Jamie, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. Okay. Who you going with, y'all? Oh, never mind. Never I'm gonna mind. start. I gotta, I gotta oh, take out man. Tom Cruise because you know uh -huh. Jamie Fox was kind of dating his his ex wife for a little bit, oh, so I gotta. Sure. That might be a fight brewing. So I'm a. <laughs> I'm gonna put Tyler Perry in there in, in, in exchange for mm. Tom okay. Cruise. Okay. I feel so like he has some good stories. Oh, all right. Yo, who your top five? Yo, you know who I'm gonna start it off with? Mr. Quarantine Radio himself, Tory Lanez. <laughs> That's who I'm starting off with first. Quarantine. Tory Lanez. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Quarantine. I'm gonna start it off with that you know what i'm saying because if you haven't been watching those then you haven't been watching those that's, that's all i'm gonna say on that uh i'm gonna go with because we talking celebrities okay i'm gonna go with drake i'm gonna go with gary v gary v is a celebrity to me so uh damn i gotta change my my list again too because yeah he's saying celebrity i feel like you about to ask like uh, athletes on, on like on next question or something like that so yeah, yeah I'm a t I'm, i would take idris elba out and put in Stephen a smith i forgot okay so you said you got gary v up there mr gary v tory lanes drake um two more let me see let me see let me see let me see can't be quarantined with all dude that's uh, nah i'm not feeling that uh who do i want female wise dang Matter of fact, Jamel when I, come Hill. Downstairs, I like Jamel Hill, but no. When I come when I come downstairs and I want my <laughs> breakfast in that big giant mansion, you know what I want to hear? I want to hear the piano playing. I want to hear Alicia Keys playing the piano when I when I'm getting my French toast and bacon and eggs and stuff. So I want to hear Alicia Keys playing the piano. When well, I you don't have to there. put Swiss beats because he ain't gonna let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, nah, that's that's dead. I don't want to hear no Swizzy. I don't want to hear none of that. Uh, <laughs> matter of fact, and then you know, if you follow battle rap, you know, what I'm saying or you know, Jersey music, I want Sue Surf in there too. So Sue that's what I want. Yeah, All right, that's so an interesting one. I have I'm a big surf fan. Champagne Poppy in it. That's my first one. Mm -hmm. You gotta give me. Uh, Eric Thomas, the motivational speaker. I like him. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like him too. Me, ET. Um, 
I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Gary V in there too. Okay. I like him too. He's a Jets fan. I hope y'all know that. I know y'all know that. So. He is a Jets fan. Yep. Oh man, Gary V. Um, I'm gonna take Michael B. Jordan. Mm, Jersey. And I'm gonna put in there so I could just be laughing a lot. Tap my heart. <laughs> Go with uh, Cat Williams. Oh. Cat Williams. Wait, is this the sober Cat Williams? This nah. the sober one. Yeah. Oh. This is the this is the recent. This is the recent cat. Oh. Nah, I want the sober cat that's gonna flame everybody. We gonna have a roast battle and he gonna. Oh, okay. Oh gonna, yeah, he winning. And this quarantine time, I need to live. So give me him. Give me Drake with the music, and give uh-huh. me the motivational speakers to keep going. Okay. Athletes, you start off. You know, I already know KG up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna do it different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, hold on. Let's see who I want. Let's see who I want. Let's see who I want. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go by pairs because they're gonna have chemistry or whatever. I want the Knuckleheads podcast up there. So I want Quentin Richardson and I want Darius Miles. Okay. And then I want the All the Smoke podcast up there. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Yeah, they be smoking too much. I don't smoke. I don't know. No, nah, but they're going to be funny, though. You know what? Yeah, it's going to be a big <laughs> match. Bring them on in, too, you know? Bring Matt Barnes and bring uh, bring my boy Stack Five in there, man. Uh, dang. One more celebrity. One more athlete. One more athlete. Oh, yeah, yeah. One more athlete. Do I want KG in there? We you know you want to. You know. Y'all might be related the whole time. KG or KG? No, I don't want KD. He only brushed his head. Um, <laughs> I want uh, and he had it too. We can't quarantine with somebody who had the virus. Um, give me, yeah, give me, give me KG. Yeah, give me KG. Big ticket. Oh, alright. Yeah, give me the we big ticket. Athletes, he about to say three from the Jets, two from the. <clears throat> yeah, oh. right. <laughs> James, nah, don't go. Yeah, right. He'll never, he'll never make it in my my quarantine spot. I'm going with LeBron, one. Okay. Michael Jordan. Oh wait, can I take somebody out? I need Shaq in there, man. I need Shaq in there, man. Oh, alright, all right. You have Shaq in there. LeBron, that come with the whole family and TikToking. Oh snap! Nah, he gonna have to. He gonna leave all that at the door. <laughs> he gonna take an Uber to the. To the quarantine mansion. If you say Bronny, <laughs> Rice, Bronny, Zuri James, she coming in, she going to be doing splits. <laughs> now nah, we just bring in Bron and that's it. Uh, I'm going to bring MJ. MJ. Uh, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. You know, they're going to be arguing the whole time, Bron and uh, Mike. Mm. Nah, I feel like they would have some, like, good – like stories, like great stories. Until that, well, I know Michael Jordan has great stories, and and LeBron, and then their IQ, like basketball IQ, would just be going back and forth. Like I just, I want to hear that because I know they've had conversations and stuff that nobody's heard before. But we need, we need that LeBron and Mike, number one and two all time, we need mm. that conversation. 
You forgot Tone. Tone might say Kobe, but that's LeBron's over Kobe. I'm sorry, but uh, I said LeBron, Michael Jordan, Jeter, Rex Ryan. I want Rex Ryan in there to stir the pot. Stir the pot. He got some stories too. He got in trouble recently over quarantine. Call somebody. Yep. Turd. <laughs> like, yeah, because he has no filter. He's he's not gonna hold back. He's not gonna leave any story untold. Yeah, he 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 uh said was it Amari Cooper he was talking about? Yeah, he was talking mm-hmm. about Amari Cooper. I wanna sign that turd. Not for that much. I mean I would sign Amari Cooper, but not for like a hundred mil. Ooh, that's where Rex Ryan funny. The biggest moments we don't hear from Coop. Yeah, he does. He falls asleep in the biggest moments. But that's the Cowboys organization. But continue. You got one more. And then I'm going with Jim Brown. Jim Brown? Yeah. Because he's going to bring that old school, have those old stories, like how it was back in the day when we were going through that civil rights movement. So I think that would be a great, great guest to have in my quarantined mansion all right my first one Shaq hands down Shaq Shaq hands down Shaq <clears throat> give me you say who else wait who was your second pick Shaq and Braun Shaq and Braun okay give me um Yeah, Terrell Owens in there. Terrell Owens? Okay. No, Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson? Ocho Cinco. I want Ocho Cinco in there. I want uh No. I want Floyd in there. Mm-hmm. Floyd and give me uh Candace Parker. Mm. I like Candace. Okay. She got a lot, mm-hmm. has a good viewpoint on a lot of stuff. Uh, she's coming up. She got her own podcast and all that. So give me her in that conversation with Floyd, Shaq, Braun, and Ocho Cinco. Okay. Floyd, you know, like illiterate oh. as hell. Oh, 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 oh. What about two things? Say epidemic. <laughs> yeah, this academic is crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know what you're doing about your daughter. That that's all. Yeah, that's that's, that's an off-camera topic right there. Oh. <laughs> that, I still want these toxic relationships. That's that's all I wanna. <laughs> so, but y'all make sure y'all stay good, stay safe out there. And this is this yes, sir. episode six of the Benchmark Podcast. We will be seeing y'all soon. We'll be posting this. It's going to be on the YouTube page, the IG. This will be on all streaming platforms. Uh, we'll see y'all next week, man. Peace. Right. Peace. Yeah, stay home. Wash your hands. Thanks. Yeah. Episode seven of the Benchmark Podcast. Uh, we're going to get straight to it, man. So the biggest thing 
that's news right now is Jalen Green, the number two ranked high school player in the 2020 class, has decided to forego college overseas, anything like that. He's going straight to the G League, to the select team, which is a designated uh, roster for elite high school players. They play about 20 games. Um, Green is going to get 500K for the year, and the G League also offers college scholarship also once he's done, if he ever wants to go back to college. Was this the right decision by him? <laughs> yeah, it's the right decision. It's the right decision. He getting paid. You don't got to sit in college. Like, he go, he's going to get right into development. You know what I'm saying? He's, uh, that's perfect. I, I think it's perfect. It, but I think it's only – it's the right decision for him. Not everybody can do it. Mm. Um, some people need the college, you know, the college atmosphere and that mm. to get them fully developed if they're looking to go that route. But I think this is for him. If you've seen his highlights, if you've seen him play – I think for the most part, he's NBA ready, you know, his body could get, you know, uh, his physique, his physique get better, like his build. But other than that, I think he's good. Well, he's I mean, not NBA ready, but. Yo, here you. He's not I NBA you ready. Some, I knew you had something to say when you were smiling. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> that was, tell that me, was a tell funny me why he's not NBA ready. He's not NBA ready yet, but. This why, is the why, why is he not NBA ready? So you think he's going to come into the league and be able to guard. Like, I, I won't even compare him to, like, Harden and stuff, but can he guard DeMar DeRozan right off the bat? No. Not, that's what I'm saying, his body. Like, I haven't seen much – like, I've seen defense, but I haven't seen, like, lock up defense. You know what I'm saying? But his There's offensive high game is – high, yeah, high school ball. ball. Now, really play D, man. Word. He could drop 40 easy. Yeah. He's not going to be able to yeah. do that in the G League right off the bat. I mean, that's what this is, whole, this is all about, him – Getting an extra jump on the, the process. I, I think so if he can do the right, right system, he still be he probably be effective. Yeah, but free flowing offense. That's the thing. If if the G League's offering these type of contracts, like five hundred thousand to like top high school kids to come out and you're you're getting NBA training right off the bat. So and you're you're getting paid for it. You don't get paid if you go to college. It's fun and all to try to win a chip, but uh-huh. if you're not if you're not eating well, if you you don't have any money in your pockets that night, it's it's tough. So uh-huh. it's, it's a good move. I think it's the right decision for him, but like Johan said, this can't be for everybody because some people need that college platform because some of these players aren't that known. You feel me? So uh-huh. if you got a chance to go to like a Duke or North Carolina a top school like that that's going to put you on the map, I'd say you still got to go to college. Granted, they should be paying them, but for some people, like Jalen Green, obviously, he he's straight. But for mm. the player that's number 25 on the ranked list, you probably want to go to college. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, or if you think about it, too, somebody who, I mean, who this wouldn't have been uh, good for is like a John Morant, you know what I'm saying? Because he didn't have that exposure like that, like in high school. You know what I'm saying? And he he started he started going crazy in college. That like that mid part of college, he was carrying his team. So, yeah, like, so that's something to compare it to. I think it's you know, depending on each person's situation. How concerned mm-hmm. should the NCAA be on a scale of one to ten? How concerned should they be? I mean, I don't. 
It's concerning because it might take like the top prospects away. Like they lost Lamelo last year because they didn't want to let him play after all that stuff he did overseas. And now they're losing guys to either overseas and now the G League just opened this this possibility up. So I think it's it's not good for the NCAA, but they're still gonna make their money. They're still gonna have those like top thirty, top forty guys going to college. Yeah, of course. Like that people are gonna want to see. And <laughs> college is college. People love college basketball. I, I honestly think it's a little better than the NBA at times, just because it's more competitive. And it's like yeah. that, it's that fun atmosphere. That's what you get from, from college basketball that you don't get from the NBA until the playoffs. So you thinking basically like their concern should be like a four or a five? Yeah. Yohan? Twelve. Twelve. It's spooky. It's spooky right now, man. They're going to be taking everybody. Wait, isn't it somebody? Oh, I forgot. Somebody else is supposed to be. Uh, yeah, another top five uh prospect that's going to he he decided to go to g league who wait wait who who is it because i, I isaiah todd. yeah who isaiah who? todd isaiah todd okay 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 i think it was another person in mind i wasn't thinking about but um so that's dangerous you know like these are people you watch on overtime and slam he's like oh yeah this person gonna be a dog and then it's like who he's gonna commit to and they go you know g league you know you know somebody was looking some some college is looking to get them I think this. I think they should be very concerned. So, I think the NCAA either needs to start paying these kids or offer. Well, yeah, I was gonna say offer them something else, but you gotta offer them money. You know what I'm saying? They should have already been getting paid. You know, they're making money off their merch, uh, you know, their jerseys and all this stuff. I think it's. I think it's time NCAA starts paying. I'm not saying give them like an NBA check or even a five hundred thousand, but something so they can, you know, so they can actually eat. You know what I'm saying? Like. And it's clear the goal is to make it to the NBA and mm-hmm. get there as fast as possible. Like, they already tried yeah. taking away the one and done. Well, not the one and done, the, the straight from high school created mm-hmm. that one and done. And that, it didn't really do much because it's like you got kids coming to college for a semester. A semester. And then they're out of there like halfway through the spring semester because they're, <laughs> they're not going to school for school. They're going to ball. and to get seen by NBA scouts and get as much money as possible. It's not like, it's not rocket science. Eventually they'll, they'll get it right. I think I saw they're, they're trying to enforce the, the high school. You could leave from high school. Again. I think right now they concern probably like a five. It's, um, we, like we just said, it's still going to be a bunch of players that still go. That's going to keep these uh, programs running. They should play the players point blank. Um, I think their concern will go higher if they change that rule that you go straight from high school. Then their concern should be higher because now you got two other options, whereas straight to the league or G League, and they're getting paid. And they're overseas too. AC, yup. So I think then if they pass that, then it's really going to be time for concern. They gonna that's going to probably make them want to be like, all right, we're going to start paying them. Jalen Green, though, if he was to go to college, he was going to go play for Penny Hardaway. So, so Penny Hardaway, he's one of the top players that everybody knows, but he was injured, which hurt his career. He wasn't able to play as long. I'm going to list to y'all five athletes, five NBA players, and we're going to talk about who 
would be the best if it wasn't for injuries. You got Penny Hardaway, T-Mac, D-Rose, Grant Hill, or Brandon Roy. Name those. You said T-Mac, Grant Hill, Brandon D Roy, D-Rose. And Hardaway. And Hardaway. I think I, I, I might go with Penny Hardaway just because he came into the league and him and Shaq, that could have been one of the best duos ever. Like they went to the finals right off the bat basically. And Penny was like a triple double machine. So I kind of, I would go with him, but you could also go with Grant Hill because he was one, he was one of the like top 10 NBA players in the nineties. 94 rookie of the year. Yeah, and then he made what, like first team All NBA, one second team All NBA a couple times. Like people know how great Grant Hill was, but once the injuries hit, it it kind of made people forget how good he was. Uh huh. I'm going. Mine is either a toss up between Grant Hill or Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy was a big bucket. Yeah. Big bucket. But he con he was consistently injured, consistently injured. Same thing. Well, I mean, with Grant Hill, I feel like he got injured so early, we don't even know what his full full potential was. Everybody else, I mean, I got enough of a glimpse of. I mean, you could say D Rose too, but you know what I'm saying. But I think with Grant Hill, his size, if you look like what's that, a six eight small forward who had like point guard like handles at the time the crossover if you look at his highlights look at his crossover that was before his time you know very before his time but I don't think he got a I don't think he got to show enough um of his max potential I've seen enough of T-Mac I've seen enough of uh I think I've seen enough of Penny you know what I'm saying to know okay that might that might be the enough I mean, they could give us Penny was kind of like a a three, four-year run. That was it. Like, he had that yeah. four-year run, and then injuries hit, and that was what plagued him the rest of his career. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. But you could also say the same with D. Rose, too, because he was, what, MVP at 21? Yeah. yeah. Nice little three- or four-year run. Yeah. Nice little three. Rookie of the wait, year. Wait, Tom, who, who are you saying? I'm rocking with T-Mac. T-Mac? T-Mac, hands down. Like, even Kobe said it. T-Mac used to give Kobe fits. Oh. If T-Mac was healthy, who knows if Kobe would have been as dominant or turned into who he was. I mean, of course, he, he probably wouldn't have saw T-Mac twice a year, but still, T-Mac was giving him a run for his money. He 6'8", shoot, dribble, the whole nine. So I think personally T-Mac, especially with him being in the East, he probably would have made a couple of – at least almost tasted a championship, in my opinion. Maybe. Last night, WNBA draft. I know Miles Liberty got the number one pick. What was your thoughts on uh, the WNBA draft? And who's your rookie of the year pick? Well, I'm going with uh, Sabrina. No oh. pick. They're giving her the keys. They traded Tina Charles, so mm -hmm. you know they're clearing space. She's the face of the team now. And and trading Tina Charles, they got two first-round picks plus two players on top of that. So I, I like the way it's headed. But 
I think the clear <laughs> rookie of the year is Sabrina right now. I mean, yeah, that's pretty easy. She's basically going to be Steph Curry and up the whole league. I think a nice pickup. Yeah, I think a nice pickup was uh, obviously, like I said, she took most of the whole part of everything, you know, all the publicity and whatnot. But I think a a good pickup too was Chinny Carter for uh, the Atlanta Dream, the fourth pick. I think that's going to be a good piece for them to help them progress. But obviously, I think it was dope too that they did, uh, you know, they honored Kobe's daughter. Mm-hmm. I had a honorary pick because we all know she was on that path to be for sure. Pick. He was definitely on that path. How do you feel about the uh, the draft being online? Like, uh... hey, that's times we at now. It had to be. It had to be like that. They did something cool too, like Cappy Pondexter and them had like a, a virtual uh, orange carpet to see everybody's outfits and stuff like that. I think that was cool. Mm-hmm. It was innovative and creative. It's the best you can do. They couldn't even have it where it's like, all right, we had an empty arena and no fans. Yeah. You still got family and stuff that want to come in on this. Yeah. Actually, I think it probably worked out better for the players because you could probably have a whole family come to the crib. Yeah. Well, that is local, but social distancing, I don't know, man. This whole thing is <laughs> – Jacking everything up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You think the NFL one's going to be like that, too? Yeah. More than likely. You think so? Maybe a little more detailed with it, but. Yeah, it'll be, they, bed, they budget bigger, so it'll be kind of crazy. That's a perfect segue. NFL draft happening next week. Do the Bengals keep the number one pick or trade down for multiple picks? They have to keep it. They got to get the best quarterback because they suck right now. And Andy Dalton is not good. So go with the Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow, and call it a day. It's not, it's not that hard. Yeah, hometown hero too. So You think they keeping the pick or they trading it? I think they keeping the pick. I think I keep on the pick. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Joe too. Wait, do y'all think Joe is the best quarterback in the in the um draft? Yeah. You think so by far, or because this it's a it's a few quarterbacks in this draft too. It wouldn't be by far if Tua wasn't hurt so much, but mm-hmm. because he's been banged up basically every season in college, that kind mm-hmm. of is a knock on him. So. If he wasn't hurt, you think he's the top pick? Yeah, he's got the mobility. Yeah, he more, deep ball is crazy. Cause he he got injured what before the playoffs or what during the playoffs? Uh, he little? got he got injured like three weeks, like a month before the the playoff uh-huh. started. My opinion, I think they should trade down for multiple picks, only because. To keep kind of new continuity, you know, it's a new coach that was there, whatever. Keep Andy Dalton there. Try, give him one more year. You maybe draft another quarterback later in the first round. I don't know. I feel like they got so many holes. Hey, you got what an average quarterback with Andy Dalton. They probably not going to the playoffs. Maybe you should go 
draft the other areas that you need. You would get, what, three or four picks for that number one pick, for one pick? I'll probably say go that route just to get get your overall team better. And then Andy Dalton don't work out and y'all suck again, y'all draft whoever next year. True. That's another way to look at it. Yeah, it could set them back if they don't – if they do that and pick a quarterback who doesn't pan out. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Burrow goes to maybe the, the Dolphins trade trade up. And he goes and lights up the league. Like, then the Bengals will be like, man, it was easy. It was a simple pick, and we chose to just fumble it. <laughs> I think the organization just sucks, period. So, it um, does, yeah. That's why Marvin Lewis, it never made sense. 16 yeah. years and no playoff wins. Yeah. It, it basically, that's tough. Five years, 79, 79, 88, 79. Like, that's. That's the Bengals, bro. For real. Speaking of the sleepers and players who might slip, we have obviously we just mentioned Tua because of all the injuries he might slip in the draft. People are concerned about that. But uh, some other sleeper prospects: uh, Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver from Arizona State; Kyle Duggar from the Division II school. That's a safety. You got Jonathan Taylor, uh, the running back might slip because, uh, you know, they're concerned with him having fumbles. And he had 968 touches in three seasons. So as a running back, you know, your shelf life is short anyhow. So they're concerned about that. You got uh, T. Higgins, who didn't even participate in the combine, and they have questions of athleticism. Who y'all see that's possible people that might drop down or sleepers that y'all looking out for? I mean, you mentioned Ayuk, who uh, he's a good receiver, but because of the bigger names, he's his name is getting like pushed down a little bit. So he might be there in the second round. I hope he's there in the second round because we're we're like forty eighth. So we need some help. We need to get Sammy some help in New York. That's one of the sleepers I have. and It's a deep wide receiver class. It is. And then I like Denzel Mims, too, out of Baylor. He's he's good. He's he's probably going to be a first-round pick, though, so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a sleeper. But, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of guys out there that aren't going to be called on the first day, but they're going to have some type of impact. Anybody you thinking about? I'm still thinking about Tua because, like, He's a dog to me, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, he ain't no sleeper. He's about to go top ten. No, he's not. No, no, he's not a sleeper. He was split, when no. he was talking about when he was oh, talking, about, talking about yeah, he yeah, when he was talking about injury. So, but but he still. But that's what I'm saying. He still might slip though. You know, if people are concerned about his injuries, he still might slip. Does he stay in the? Does he stay in the first round? Does he drop to the second? No, nah, he's not. His name is going to be called on Thursday next week. There's no way. If his name did slip and a team like the Saints, he fell to the, a team like the Saints where he could sit behind Drew Brees for a year, that would be more than ideal. But that's unrealistic. <laughs> he's going to a, a team that, that needs to build around the quarterback. First round. So he's going first, first round. round. Yeah. Okay. I think he might slip a little bit. With all the uh, playoff teams from last year, who do you think has the most work to do? You had the 49ers, Packers, Saints, Eagles, Vikings, Ravens, Chiefs, 
Texans, Bills, Patriots? <laughs> well, Texans, they definitely got some work to do, getting rid of uh, probably the best receiver in the league and mm. Andre Hopkins. So they they need weapons for Deshaun. He He can't just run around like it's backyard football and make plays happen. He's got to – they need weapons around him who, who can make plays. Um, who else? What do you think about your Packers? What, what moves Packers definitely need help. Rebuild. No, nah, they Rebuild need a receiver. Time. Y'all need a receiver. Bro, Aaron, Aaron can't do it by himself, man. And the, and, and the playoffs, we got exposed with our defense. It, it was just – couldn't stop the rim. That was ugly. Um, but yeah, we need some receivers, yo. Aaron been making miracles for I don't know how long now. He he definitely needs help. The coach, I mean, I think the coaching change helped this year. But other than that, we definitely need some help. And then I think when you say uh, uh playoff teams, I'm thinking the Patriots still don't have a quarterback. So what mm-hmm. they doing there? I mean, that's, they made it work with a, a six-round pick for 20 years, so I don't know. Yeah, that's a different six-round pick. It's just not a six-round pick. <laughs> yeah, but at the time, yo, 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 who would have known that? Show some respect, man. Show to go to a little bit of respect. That is respect. Who who would have known that? that that's who, no respect. We Oh, they made it They made it work with a six-round pick for 20 years. Yeah, he maximized his potential. What? That's, that's like, like the Cowboys he's a dog. You work with just take any six-round pick. pick. Hey. You can't put a Tim Hassel back on that team and make it work. Don't put the Cowboys in this conversation. We ain't got nothing to do. He, with he doesn't get what I'm saying. It's it's all right though. Uh, <laughs> Leave the Cowboys out of it. He um, said a six round pick like Tom Brady. Just a six round pick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, playoff teams. I mean, I probably got to put up there the Patriots. And the Texans, too, uh, they barely just made it just because they won the division. But Deshaun Watson need help. Um, J.J. Watt need help. He got injured. But kind of kept down after that. So, you feel me? Like, they got to get somebody else helping on that defense uh, to be more consistent, a playmaker like he was. The Titans, maybe they could get some uh, – Picks get a little bit deeper. They made it, but that was strictly off of just running. Like, he was just running it down your throat, and it worked out. But I don't think if they had some uh, free agent pickups or some uh, pickups in the um, draft, they're not going to make the playoffs again this year. I mean, speaking of the Titans, I could see them taking a running back somewhere, a pretty good running back, to back up Derrick Henry because – he wants he wants a big contract, something like Zeke. So that might be something next year to look at. Like, do the Titans pay him ninety mil to be a a star running back, or do they, do they pass it off to the, the running back like a, a Jonathan Taylor or a, a J.K. Dobbins or a Cam Akers? That sounds a little better. You build around quarterbacks. You don't build around a running back. Yeah, I can't see. I can't see that happening. Um, lately now, all you see right now with the quarantine is the overplayed highlights of 96 and the game from 98 and the Super Bowl played over again and this tennis match and that. All these classic highlights being played, if you can relive one sports moment 
for a night, what would that moment be and why? Mm, that's tough. I would relive, so it's 2003, game seven, Yankees, Red Sox. I forget the inning. I don't, I'm going to kick myself, but Aaron Boone's at the plate. Tim Wakefield's pitching, hangs a, a knuckleball and, and crushes it to left field. Stadium's going crazy. I think, how old was I? I was like 10, like nine or 10 at the time. That was one of the craziest moments I, I've lived through. Yeah, a walk-off, a walk-off home run to send us to the World Series. I mean, we lost the World Series, mm -hmm. but that moment was huge. And either that or, let's see, it's, it's, <laughs> I've only seen real success with my Yankees, so I'm going to go with the, the Yankee stuff right now. Um, <laughs> you don't want to see Joe Namath win the Super Bowl? Oh. If I could be on the field for that, I would. But <laughs> if I'm, I'm watching it on TV, <laughs> no, I'm not, <laughs> not watching that. How about you, y'all? Last time the Packers were What was that, 2010? Nah. Um, I'm going well, with... I know you want to see KG in a T-Wolves jersey again. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I think I want to go back. I'm not sure what year it was, but uh, when um, Western Conference, Western Conference Finals with... The Co the Kobe the Kobe Shaq and uh no no I'm sorry the uh what is that the finals I'm sorry uh when it, when Kobe and um AI used to battle that's what I'm going with mm. that was some battles like that was some bad or or when because I used to I used I used to be a Lakers fan a little bit but um or or the Lakers versus the Kings I'd probably go with Lakers versus the Kings. Because those were some battles. Cause, like, I think the Kings might have been. What? I don't think people like know like the kids nowadays. Like they know like the Kings were some dogs. Doug Christie, Mike Bibby, Asia. Chris Webber, Vlade. You know what I'm saying? Yo, deep. Bobby Jack. You know what I'm saying? Like deep. Doug Christie. Deep. Hacking. Oh. Hacking coach. You think he a hack? Yeah. I used to be watching those games nervous as heck, bro. Because they yeah. really. Was Battles. right. Lakers. Real for real. Simple as one for me. I got to relive January 22nd, 2006, the Kobe 81 point game. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to see the whole game. I had to go to sleep. I had school the next day. My parents made me go to sleep. Oh. Went back to school. Everybody like, yo, Kobe had 81. I'm like, what are y'all talking oh. about? And at this time, I ain't had no phone. So I, I wasn't able to. I was just, I was so hurt. Oh, I wasn't able to actually watch that live. I've watched it plenty of times since, but if I could relive that, I'd watch that 81 point game. Why does Jalen get scorched? Of course, of course. Oh. Speaking of Kobe, his uh, mentor, person he watched a lot, Michael Jordan. Tomorrow, probably the most exciting news we got in oh. The Last Dance Jordan documentary got moved up. It's coming on tomorrow. It's a 10-part documentary series on Jordan and the 97-98 Bulls. That last championship. 
y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all are, but just to ask, y'all tuning in? Of course. Of course. Maybe what, else, what are we going to watch right now besides that? I don't want to watch, like ESPN has this, these reruns of these, these old boxing matches right now, and I'm not, I'm not really with it. But so y'all, y'all ain't like the horse competition? I know that's more Johan's scene. He's no, not at all. That was trash. Did you, man? Man, I watched this one highlight. Did you guys see Paul Pierce trying to do this old man thing? Like, and was he wearing like a vest? It was yeah. funny. It was funny because Zach did one where he like tapped the backboard and did like a. Reverse <laughs> that's line. the one. <laughs> he was like, oh, he's not he's like, on that one. Like, I'm done. <laughs> he didn't even get off the ground. He was like, nope, you got it. <laughs> Like, come on, man. That was that was terrible. Like, I don't. They should have put him and Chauncey up against each other because Zach just used his. They should have just did nothing. They should have just do this whole idea on the trip. I want to know who was sitting at the board meeting. It was like, you know what? <laughs> they should just play some horse, some virtual horse. I didn't want to see it if they was in the gym together. Why would I want to see it on Facetime with in people backyard? Dirty FaceTime connection and stuff like that. <laughs> Window we are blowing in the background and stuff. I don't want to hear none of that. It was whack. It was whack. It was all whack. Ray y'all looked like he was shooting in a middle school gym. Yeah. He was like, like, no, I'm oh, like, somebody's rim was bent too. Who was that? Somebody had a, a, a bent rim. I'm gonna oh, put this hat on real quick. I ain't watched that much of it. Oh, Trey Young. Because his thing, like, he could just dunk it off vert. I'm like, yeah, you cheating. You cheating a little bit. It's all good though. Yeah, Jordan said about this documentary, like when people see this footage, I'm not sure they're gonna be able to understand why I was so intense, why I did things I did, why I acted the way I acted, and why I said the things I said. He feels people gonna view him as a uh, bad guy. But I mean, we all knew Jordan was kind of a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like he that. did what he had to do to win. He you could be the villain if you're gonna win. I don't know if it's like the villain because it's kind of you could say the same thing. Like Kobe's teammates could probably say the same thing. Like he he got after them in practice and uh-huh. expected more from them because he wanted to win. That's, they're cut from the same cloth. That's that's kind of how leaders have to to lead. You have to lead not as a friend but as someone trying to get the most out of the, that group of people that you're you're with. His approach, though, you know, it's probably going to rub some people the wrong way. Like, nah, he ain't had to say that. But oh well, it is what it is, man. Got six championships, so. Can't complain. Yeah. Obviously, his approach pretty much worked out. So, <laughs> six championships really could have had seven if he ain't take that year off. Uh-huh. Probably could have won every championship in the 90s if he didn't retire, one, two, go play baseball. He could have had like eight or nine at least. Easy. But hey, we'll be tuning in. It's a 10 part. They're gonna show uh part one and part two. We'll definitely be tuning in for that. Uh uh-huh. this is the end of episode seven. Episode seven bench mob. This is on all streaming platforms, on YouTube, everything. Check us out, subscribe, make sure y'all follow our IG page, bench mob podcast. Perfect. We out. So stay safe too. We gotta we can't forget that. Stay safe, y'all. Stay in the house. Alright, so whatchamacallit? So I'm gonna end this call, right?